What is going on, Mets fans? Welcome to another episode of our New York Mets podcast. That's right, not my podcast, not your podcast, our New York Mets podcast. I know I've been MIA for a week or two. Football season is underway, and so um, gotta satisfy some of my some of my good habits with uh, with football season. But luckily, the Mets are still in first place, starting a three-game set against the Milwaukee Brewers, who are fighting for that third and final wildcard spot in the National League. Look, before this 16-game stretch where the Mets played the Pirates twice, the Cubs, the Nationals, uh, the Marlins... I may have overestimated a little bit. I said the Mets would go 12 and 4. They only go 9 and 7. And I really thought in my last episode I mentioned I I really thought this was the time to kind of pull away a little bit. Right now we enter this series against the Brewers with a one game lead, but in the midst of this 16 game stretch, the Braves went out west. Uh you can say they took care of business. They they uh lost a series, I think, out there against um, against the Giants, if I'm not mistaken, uh, a loss or two against the Mariners. But really, that was the perfect time for the Mets to take advantage of extending their lead in the NL East. Unfortunately, uh, we did not. We started this 16-game stretch um three games up i believe now we only have a one game lead um you know i didn't watch a lot of these mets games only because i really felt like this was a stretch that the mets should take care of business maybe 12 and 4 was a stretch but i mean it could have easily been done um you know, these are not very good teams that we just finished playing. There was really no reason to go out there, win every series, uh, avoid getting swept and all that good stuff by the Cubs. But we do end on a positive note. This was the New York Mets last weekend homestand of the season. Uh, we ended by sweeping the Pirates four games at City Field. Um, so, you know. Now, now the fun really begins because we play the Brewers, then we play, and whoever made up this schedule uh, needs to get their brain checked because we play in Milwaukee, then we go all the way to freaking uh, Oakland, uh, only to come back, uh, you know, against the Marlins, I think, and then, or is it the Blue Jays? I can't really remember before we play the... Atlanta Braves in that very important series where I said, look, I don't think I don't think that series is going to matter much as far as, you know, us not having uh, a three game lead or better. But I guess, you know, I I can't always be right. Um, But I'm still very confident in this Mets ball club. Um, the one concern that I have with the Mets is their offense is very inconsistent as of late. Um, you know, you see spurts here and there from different players, but just leaving the men on base, leaving the bases loaded and only getting one run against these teams that we should really be putting up five runs or better against, um, 
And I know we did that in a few games during this 16-game stretch, but we got to take advantage of those situations. Um, we just can't be leaving bases loaded, nobody out, and guys striking out, popping up, and all that that good stuff. I mean, we need to get in a couple runs. And it could very well be that the Mets just maybe play down to their opponents a little bit and... Hopefully, what I'm hoping is this series against the Milwaukee Brewers is that they they step up. They wake up a little bit. They realize that they're playing a hungry team and they have to be even hungrier, especially only having a one-game lead over the Atlanta Braves. Um, what I saw the Mets improve on in this last series against the Pirates was their patience at the plate. Now, you know, we can say that maybe, obviously, the Pirates pitching is not all that great. But it's it's a good, uh, you know, momentum going into their next series. Uh, the Mets were very patient with, with the Pirates. Um, maybe that, that kickstarts everything for them again at the dish. Uh, in Game 1 against the Pirates, they drew 6 walks. In Game 2, 3 walks. In Game 3, 8 walks. And in Game 4, again, 6 walks. So, you know, they're... They're um they're they're being patient and it's kind of circles back to what this Mets offense was at the beginning of the season making pitchers work the counts and making them sweat a little bit and not just going out there and hacking at everything so that's that was a plus for me to see um also shout out to Vogelback the guy had a really good series um. Last seven games, he's 7 for 18, three runs scored, a home run, six RBIs. Uh, he's really, really hitting better, seeing the ball better. He's drawn seven walks and two strikeouts in the last seven games. Uh, and, you know, a couple of clutch hits in that Pirates series. Very good to see. On the opposite end, Mark Canna has really cooled off in the last seven games. 21 at-bats, three hits, five strikeouts, and two walks. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about in this episode was, um, the Mets or Buck Showalter's alignment of the lineup because he may have found something with Nimmo, Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo. <clears throat> Hopefully it's there to stay once Marte comes back from the I.L., because I think this really works. Um, I was never a fan of Lindor batting second. I liked him batting third. But this lineup, the way it's constructed, your top four, Nimmo, Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo, really feels like it's the best top four that is available to the Mets. They've They've thrown this lineup out with these top four hitters 15 times this season uh eight of the last 10 games the Mets have an 11 and 4 record with this lineup um so hopefully we're not seeing this lineup only because Marte is not in there I want to see this uh going forward I think this you know usually it's been Nimmo Marte uh Lindor Alonzo for the most part and that's been the most common 
top four that the Mets have thrown out. But this, I think this is it right here. Um, it, it gives us, because at, at this point, we can't throw out Jeff McNeil. We can't bet Jeff McNeil anything lower than fifth. Uh, sixth, a bunch of times I've seen this season. And seven is just a crime uh, to a guy that is in contention for the batting title in the National League. We can't have Jeff McNeil bat that low, plain and simple. You want to bat him second, whatever. This is your top four right here. And hopefully Buck realizes that. Hopefully the Mets analytical department realizes that. This is their best chance um, at but, at putting pressure early in games. And you give your four best hitters. And no knock on Marte. Marte has been great, right? But this right here, a combination of power, batting average, on base, um, this is putting pressure on opposing pitchers. And then you can bat Vogel back fifth, and you can bat Marte sixth once he comes back. And that is that is solid right there. We're definitely missing Marte. Um, his his first inning hits we're missing. Um, and I think just his spirit around the clubhouse and what he brings to the offense and to the team is really what's being missed. He's a solid player. He's a solid fielder. Um, but as I've said many times with this Mets team, the versatility, the fact that you can play McNeil at third, second, left, right, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of moving parts, um, a lot of guys that can play multiple positions and it, it, it just becomes very flexible and easy for Buck to, you know, change things up every now and then. So hopefully going forward, let me know what you think about the Nimmo, Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo top four, the lineup going forward. I would really like to see it. Um, also Escobar last 15 games, this guy, look, and I said it, I tweeted this shit out. Right before he came back from the IL, I really thought, I still think it, and I will continue to, to say it, I really believe Escobar will play a huge part for the Mets down the stretch. He has in the last 15 games since he's come back, but I even deeper than that, as we go into the postseason, I really believe Eduardo Escobar is going to play a very, very big role in this Mets lineup. His last 15 games, 15, 56 at-bats, 12 runs scored, 21 hits, 5 home runs, 10 RBIs. He's got a 375 batting average and a 426 on base. He's got 7 multi-hit games since returning from the IL, including a very good doubleheader sweep of the Pirates last week. So Escobar is very crucial to this team. I believe that once if if Beatty comes back, I, I'd like to see Escobar as the DH and Guillaume as our third baseman. Uh, I'm much more comfortable with Louis at third than I am with Escobar. Uh glove, arm. I much more prefer Guillaume over Escobar. Um, but Escobar has been really good for the Mets and, you know, we, 
we're going to need him. We're going to need him. Um, another guy on the Mets that recently hasn't... I don't know if it's because his free agency is coming up. Um, you know, he hasn't really been too much like himself. He's still playing, he's still playing solid uh, in center field. He's still getting on base. But... You know, I feel like his his uh, I don't know. There's something about him. He's he's not he's not fully there. I don't know if it's just a a dirty slump or, you know, if like I said, maybe his impending free agency is is you know going circles in his brain. But his ten his uh his walk rate is the lowest of his career this season at ten point five. But also his strikeout rate is the lowest of his career at 17.5. He's chasing more than he has since 2016. But also has his highest chase contact since 2016. So he's still a pretty solid ball player. But I feel like we're not getting the best of Brandon Nimmo as of late. I'm pretty sure that will change as as uh you know the season comes comes down to the end i'm guessing it's just you know a little minor if if you want to say slump uh, i'm just going to say he hasn't been himself to me from what i'm seeing um and yeah i just want to go over some some stats because you know this this last 16 game stretch where the mets went 9 and 7 it didn't feel all that pretty. They suffered their first three-game sweep of the season. Twice, actually. Uh, I'm sorry, three-game losing streak of the season. And it happened twice. One of them was a sweep against the Cubs. But their MLB ranks during this 16-game stretch, which was from September 2nd until September 18th, still has been pretty solid. That's why I really don't worry about the New York Mets. They're bad in average during this 16-game stretch is 269, good for third in the majors. Their on-base percentage, first in the majors at 359. Still no power, 20 home runs, 14th in the in the league. Fifth highest run total with 78. Their walk rate is 10.4, good for second highest. Their strikeout rate is fifth lowest, 18.2, during this 16-game stretch. So as much as their offense really hasn't looked like I expected to, because I think it's a very good offense, it still has done pretty solid. And their pitching, their pitching during this 16-game stretch they're 10th in ERA with 3.49. Their strikeout rate is the highest. I think it's been the highest all freaking season, 11.6. Their walk rate is the third lowest, 2.35. This is per nine innings. So it's this is a solid team, folks. Like I, I'm really not worried about the Mets. Not too many teams scare me in the National League. Um, and I'm not. I'm not trying to come off as biased um, or anything like that, but I think we've seen we've seen enough Mets baseball in 2022 to realize that the Mets are a good team. 
I mean, they have they have what? 93 wins? Seven games short? Seven wins short of 100? We can clinch a postseason berth tonight against the Brewers? I mean, we got a good team, guys. We got a good team. Um, by the way, all the talk about the Mets bullpen, and I, I'm probably repeating myself here from past episodes, but I feel like I got to mention it every time because the Mets bullpen continues to be really, really solid. This past series against the Pirates, 11.2 innings pitch, two hits. They gave up two hits, people. One run, two walks, 18 strikeouts. Solid pitching. By the bullpen. Speaking of bullpen. We get some reinforcements. We get Drew Smith back. We get McGill back. I'm kind of upset to see Alex Claudio optioned. And Nogasek. But mostly Claudio. Because he was another left-handed arm. Out of the bullpen. He actually. Didn't pitch all that bad. With the Mets. Only three games. 3.1 innings pitched, 0 ERA, 2 strikeouts, 2 walks, 1 hit, not that bad. Um, But we get get what we really need back. You know, he did his job, um, Alex Claudio did, and now the time has come for McGill and Drew Smith to come back to the bullpen. And hopefully David Peterson... Does well out of the bullpen because that's where he's going. His last few starts have been a little shaky. Um, you know, he's pitched. He's actually pitched the most innings he has in a season. He's at 101 innings pitched. Okay. Last year he pitched 66 innings. So it could be possible that David Peterson is tired both mentally and physically from being optioned to going to the minors and back to the majors and up and down the, the Mets system. Um, that, and that's just the way his season has played out, but he's pitched a hundred innings. So, uh, you know, he could be tired a little bit, but you know, nonetheless, I hope that this move to the bullpen, because I mean, I don't think there's any doubt, right. That Peterson's going to the bullpen. Um, Hopefully this gives him some extra rest, doesn't put a lot of stress on his arm, on his brain, and hopefully he can zone in and really become a huge part of this Mets bullpen down the stretch and into the postseason. Uh, Because Joely Rodriguez, another left-hander, his last six games, 2.5 ERA, 12 strikeouts, two walks, two earned runs, one 54 batting average against in 7.1 innings pitched. Joely, Joely Rodriguez has really turned it around. People were dying to get this guy off the team. People were dying to leave him in Colorado out there in center field in the rocks. But man, he's really turned it around. Uh, He has become a real reliable arm for us out of the pen. Uh, Trevor May, last four games, no earned runs. Uh, he's pitched great. Adam Adovino, 1.59 ERA in his last six games, five strikeouts, one walk. Seth Lugo has also pitched 
pretty decent. His last six, six games, he's got a 3.86 ERA, but he's he's throwing 71% first pitch strikes. So he's really attacking the strike zone and getting after hitters. He's been, I mean, the whole bullpen has been pretty damn solid, if you ask me. Um, Max Scherzer returns tonight. I really hope this guy is healthy. I believe he's healthy. I just hope he doesn't get hurt again. We can't afford at this point any more injuries to our big-time players, our dogs. And Scherzer is one of the dogs. He's, he's, he's always animated on the mound. We're really going to need Max Scherzer to stay healthy at this point. Like There's no more IL stints for this guy. We need him. We need him pretty bad. Um, so let's see what he uh, he gives us tonight. Hopefully, it, it should be a really low-scoring game. Um, Corbin Burns, I believe, is the Milwaukee starter tonight. So we might see a lot of strikeouts. So I won't be mad if the Mets go up there uh, swinging and not looking pretty. So let's hope that... The Mets can take care of business. I'm not expecting a sweep out of the uh, Milwaukee because that's still a, a, a it's a solid team, and you know again they're pretty hungry. They're fighting for that last playoff spot. The um, the Mets have okay. Here we go. The Mets have three at Milwaukee, three at Oakland, two versus Miami back in City Field, while the Braves have three against the Nationals, four at the Phillies, and three again at Washington. The Braves' last 19 games uh, are against the NL East, us included. They just finished sweeping the Phillies, who couldn't help out the Mets just a little bit. We just asked for one game. That's all we asked for, and they could not help us out but that's sometimes how the uh you know that's sometimes how the ball rolls so that's all I got for this episode enjoy the Mets game tonight I really hope um the Mets give us something to cheer about tonight so hope you guys enjoyed it make sure you comment like subscribe I'm going to make sure that I put out more episodes but uh you know, the last 16 games for the Mets kind of felt like the hitters. I didn't want to get up for it. But here we are, September 19th. The Mets are one game away from clinching a playoff berth. Let's get it. Thanks for tuning in.